Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Good evening, listeners. This is Bob Deal, and you are listening to the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show. Well, I am short a host tonight, but I'm not short a dear friend of mine. Lady, how are you this evening? Hi, Bob. Good evening. Hi. (laughs) Sounds like Uh, you're either still in Vegas or you're on your way back. Yeah, we're on our way back. I'm in the car with my family. As you know, we we were in Vegas, yes. <laughs> well, how was how was the anti-aging uh uh conference? Oh, it was very interesting actually, you know. You could learn a lot uh from all these doctors who were speaking there. They have uh, uh different courses that are open actually for uh normal people, you know, and martial artists like us too. And um, oh, it was cool. very interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting to walk through the product showcase, you know. And um, yeah, actually, um, Grandmaster Cynthia Rotrock has uh, had um, a speech done, you know, um, uh-huh. talking about uh, how martial arts uh, can actually uh, support everyone uh, into their anti-aging. Um, process. <laughs> well, very cool. But you didn't do something like a, a, a normal wife would do and, and grab your husband by the arm and say, come on, honey, I think this would work for you. You didn't do something like that, uh, did you? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> I mean, he had his turn to, he, he was there, but um, he had to, you know, part-time look after the girls, right? Because um, unfortunately, they weren't welcoming kids into that uh, product showcase, you know. So I we had to take turns. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I'm Oh, so you guys were never in there together at the same time. That that would have been actually, I would have enjoyed seeing that because that would have been funny because you yeah. don't need that kind of product. And, well, David <laughs> may eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the quite... conversation you guys are going to have after, the sh- after you're off the air with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's listening. He's listening. <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh, you suck. Okay. Uh, so, how you guys also had the after party though? Did you guys have to tag team that as well? Oh yes, we did. We got invited to the after party as well. You know, in uh, Doctor Robert Goldman's uh, suite, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. An awesome night, and uh, if not better than the conference. <laughs> well, that's yeah, what everybody we was saying. Time. That's that's you know they were saying that's the reason that's most the reason why to go is because of the after party that, that Dr. Goldman throws, which is now let, 
we should talk a little bit about Goldman. He is the most generous, kindest man I've ever met. He will literally give you the shirt off his back for your cold. Yes, he is. He It was amazing. You know, he's very in, inspirational. He has a golden heart. And, um, you know, he welcomed us without any hesitation at all, you know. And um, it was actually through his invitation that we were able to go to the conference and uh, join the party. <laughs> he even um, welcomed the girls in the party, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. See, that guy really has a heart. I'm really glad you guys were able to go. I'm, you know, my my daughter had a, had a choir show. I could not make it. Uh, uh, Robert also invited me up. I really wanted to go, but I just I couldn't make it. And every time I take my wife up to Vegas and I have another agenda, like a martial arts show or a tournament, I I kept shell for like two months. Yeah. That happens, you know. Sometimes uh, family comes first, anyway. So uh, that's, that's I am just right. very, very lucky that uh, my whole family comes with me wherever I go. So <laughs> I don't need <laughs> <a> thing, right? <laughs> that, that's right. Since you and David are both martial artists, you go everywhere together, which is great. And I uh, sometimes yes. I feel sorry for the girls because they they have no choice. They have to go wherever no. you go. Yep. They don't have any choice at all. But then we do things for them too, right? <laughs> we get we get to see uh, in their children's party as well, you know. So we had this agreement. They uh, sit in our party. We sit in their party. So <laughs> absolutely. Well, lady, they get to I, go every time. I got to get back to the show. But thank you so much for calling. I always enjoy talking to you, David, the girls, and I real I really enjoy seeing you every t- every time at the events we go to. It's always good. Yeah, it's vice versa. I thought oh, I would just uh, call in, listen to you uh, hosting this director, uh, Toy Lay. Is she calling Toy in? Lay. Oh, so yeah, she is. So, do you want to hang on the phone? Yes, you're yes, more than welcome to. Um, Perfect. What happened uh, to so She's on a date trip I didn't to. Uh, where did she go? She went somewhere in Washington, took a bus. Uh, I forget the name of the city. It's after a prison. Uh, not Folsom. It's one of, one of those pri- prison names. Uh, but no, she, oh. she's going uh, uh, to be back stay next there, right? week. <laughs> no, she's not going to stay there. But no, let me, let me put you on mute. If you want to come in, just press one. I'll bring you back uh-huh. on. But uh, uh, listen, okay. it'll, it'll, it'll be a good time. And there we go. And that was Lady Leilani Reed. Well, let's get back to it. Birthdays this week. We have Alan Goldberg. His birthday is today. Mary Hannah, her birthday is on the 14th. Shouldn't leave Flor Oliver, Oliveira. Her birthday is on the 16th. A good friend of mine and the show is Ralph Harris. His birthday is on the 16th. Martial arts instructor out of Las Vegas, Kathy Wang Little. Her birthday is on the 16th. Master Charles Shepard. His birthday is on the 17th. And, of course, me being the, the prominent co-host I am, I don't know have, have the birthday song, so we are just going to move on. And you can tell there's a little bit difference between Rosita and I. She is 
totally prepared. I was prepared five minutes prior to showtime. So we are going to move on to help news. Now, here's some health tips for the heart, mind, and body. This is web. This is, uh, comes to us from WebMD. Number one, daily exercise. We always know. Get out there, work out, walk, uh, treadmill, climb, whatever you need to do. Just stay active. Uh, brush your teeth every day. Exercise is equally as important for your daily routine. Turn off the TV or computer and get at least 30 minutes of exercise every day. Are you avoiding screening? Are you avoiding a screening colonoscopy? <laughs> to tell you the truth, I am. I'm over 40. I'm supposed to get it done. Okay, I, I've, been, I've been 40 for the last 10 years. That was, you know what? I, I would have got a ring shot if I got a laugh, but my counterpart is not here. Exact sciences. To work your heart, it's good to do aerobic exercise. You've got lots of options, walking, jogging, biking, rowing machine, elliptical machine, swimming. But don't feel like you have to do, to be an athlete. Walking is great exercise. Get 10 minutes here and there during the day. It all counts. Uh, speaking of that, a, a group of, of ladies at work have just started that kind of routine. They'll eat lunch, then they'll walk for about 20 minutes. Great exercise. I'm really proud of them starting to do it. But you start out with something simple, like parking in the far corner of the parking lot so you get those extra steps to the door. Take the stairs one or two flights instead of the elevator. If you take public transportation, get off one stop early and walk, walk the rest of the way. Get out at lunch to walk or walk with your significant other or spouse after work. You'll get a bonus relaxation, and stress reduction. A healthy diet. We all know a healthy diet is very important. Quit eating junk food and high fat. Your heart, brain, and overall health are harmed by foods high in saturated fats, salt, and cholesterol. There's no getting around it. You've got to replace them with healthy foods. Lots of fruits and vegetables, fish, nuts, olive oil. What we call the Mediterranean diet. Eat like an Italian, a Spaniard, a Greek. Enjoy. Number three is weight loss. Too much body, too much body weight puts your health at, at great risk. When you take in more calories than you burn, you get fat. It's that simple. You've got to eat less. You've got to exercise more. You've got to push yourself to make these lifestyle changes. But you've got to do do it to help avoid serious health problems like heart disease, diabetes, or stroke. Regular physical exams. Tell your doctor your family medical history. Learn your personal risk factors and the screening tests you need. Women may have mammograms to screen for breast cancer and pap tests to screen for cervical cancer. Men may have prostate cancer, PSA tests. Routine screening uh, for uh, rectal cancer, which should start at the age of 50, perhaps earlier if colon cancer runs in your family. 
You also need regular diabetes, blood pressure, and cholesterol tests. Make sure your immunizations are all up to date. You, you may need flu and pneumonia shots, depending on your age. Heart group stroke guidelines support this, this device. Less stress. When a person says they're too busy to exercise, it tells me other things are crowding, are crowding out what's important in life. They don't spend enough time with family and friends. Don't exercise enough. Don't eat right. Don't sleep properly. All, all these things reduce stress in your life. And this is critical to your health and longevity. To, the health, to be healthy, we need to set boundaries and set limits on work hours. We should not be working so hard that we're neglecting the things that keep us healthy. This is important advice, too, for people who take care of elderly parents or young children. Make sure you're getting enough proper exercise and sleep and you're not trying to do too much. There you have it. There are my health tips for the week. And we are going to move on to... Weird News. Weird News comes out out of New York City. Police say a New York City man shoved a candy bar in the face of another man and then started repeatedly punching him in, in an apparently random attack. Court papers show Alexia Reyes has been charged with misdemeanor assault following his, his arrest at the Times Square substation Tuesday night. Artist Ian Sklarsky tells Gothamist the 35-year-old Reyes was unprovoked when he shoved a Snickers bar in, the fa- in his face and mouth. After police say the 33-year-old Sklarsky asked Reyes what was wrong with him, Reyes then repeatedly punched him in the face during during a, during a scuffle. They say Sklarsky suffered pain, a cut lip, and a bruised nose. Reyes's attorney didn't immediately comment on the charges. He hasn't entered a plea in the Manhattan criminal court. Wow. <laughs> that was a little out there. Now, we're going to move on to entertainment news. You know what I miss about Rusty not being on the show with me? The bantering we have go, going back and forth. When I have nobody here, nobody's here to laugh at my one-liner. Nobody's here to tell me to shut up. Nobody's here to call me a big dummy. You know, what we were looking for tonight was a female co-host that could co-host with me. And then I'll, I'll bring Lady back on a little bit. And she pressed one, so obviously she wants to come back on and call me a big dummy, right? Lady? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't miss that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's like waiting I had, for I it. had to press and say something because I've been laughing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but so weird, lady. Yeah. This is like I'm talking to myself. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I answering myself. Husband, you are reading your news, right? <laughs> That's right, and I'm going, going, oh, there's nothing here. I don't have anybody yelling at me. So for entertainment news, of course, we all follow Ronda Rousey right now. Ronda Rousey yes, yes. was her old self on, on Saturday at LAX after her big date at the Marine Corps Ball. 
The only hint she's still struggling with was her loss to Holly Holm. Was an offhanded comment about smiling. She kept her promise to escort Lance Corporal Jared Hashert to the big event in South Carolina. We got Rhonda before the Conor McGregor fight, so no word there. And she has few words about her boss, Dana White, endorsing Donald Trump for president. Oh, that's nice. Donald Trump for president. I, a lot of people tell me they're going to leave the country if Donald Trump becomes president. Now, let me get your thoughts. What do you think about the Ronda Rousey fight? Did you see it? I think I, I, think I lost Lady for a minute because there is nobody there. She's still on the line. Oh, sorry. Oh, there hey, she hey, is. I, I am here. I'm here. I'm here. I, I just uh, pressed mute. Sorry. Um, yeah. That's okay. Uh, I've seen, I've seen uh, the fight in YouTube. You know, I wasn't able to watch it live because uh, we were doing something else. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable, you know. <laughs> it's too bad for Ronda Rossi, right? That's right. I, I, You know, and it's hard to say. We can always say certain things. We can say, oh, she didn't train hard enough. She didn't train right. Her coaches gave her bad advice. Uh, no, that, that's not right, though. I mean, it's a great fight. I mean, it was actually a, a lot better fight compared to the last uh, fight of Pacquiao versus Mayweather. <laughs> it was more exciting. True. That's very true. You know, I was just before the show... I was talking to my buddy, Greg Woldridge. Greg Woldridge on Pacquiao's fight was his lead bodyguard. And he's been a bodyguard for, for Sharon Stone, Michael Jackson, and Elizabeth Taylor, uh, uh, Quincy Jones. And he said out of all his bodyguarding work, the Pacquiao got the gig was the toughest he'd ever had. Wow. It was, wow. Yeah, it was wow. Uh, it was It was... Yeah, and he actually walked away from it. He got a job offer to uh, uh, work for uh, uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina. Mm-hmm. But didn't take that one either. Uh, let's do this right now. We are going to take a short break, uh, and we'll be back in 3 minutes and 48 seconds. Hold on. Okay. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Dear parents, Much of what we learn in this world comes directly from you. Whatever your message is, it will become part of us forever. Please teach us to accept one another. Teach us to respect one another. Please, do not fill our minds with hatred. Do not expose us to bigotry. Do not teach us to judge each other by race, religion, orientation, or the color of our skin. Teach us the concept of tolerance. Teach us to understand one another. Teach us to accept people of different cultures and persons with different beliefs than yours. Please help us to create a world where every man, woman, and child is treated equally. Dear parents, please don't teach us words of hate. We learn from you every moment. If you use certain words which might be hurtful to others, 
who will repeat that word. He don't show acts of hate. If you act against people of different faiths, you will repeat your actions. Dear parents, we are your children. And we are relying on you to help us create a world where every person is tolerant of one another. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is T.J. Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk radio show? If you do, you can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert. Your source for martial arts talk radio. Welcome back to the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show. I am here with Lady Leilani Reed. We're waiting for for our guest, Toy Lady, to uh, call in. I, I do have a question for Lady, but I do think she's got her phone on mute. There we go. Lady, I've got a, I've got a question for you. Uh, you know, we ran the anti-bullying campaign. We've seen the martial arts kid. Yes. Are you still there? I think I just lost him. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Wow, lady, that was so weird. Yeah, sorry. My uh, phone, I didn't know no, why it was. Died. My phone died oh, completely. Phone. <laughs> uh, you've, you've lived in multiple countries. What is the difference between the bullying aspect in other countries and, and the United States? Sorry, what did you say again? What's the difference what between it? the 
bullying in different countries and in the United States. Bullying? Bullying. You know, kids being picked on. Oh, bullying. Bullying. Oh. I must say, um, bullying in Germany, for example, um, goes not only in, uh, in the youth, it also extends to adults especially in uh, working places, you know. So it's kind of normal, I guess, uh, human nature to be bullies. <laughs> right, right. Now, how is it with the kids? Is it really, you know, when, when I was a kid, there was no, you know, you couldn't really go to anybody uh, when you were being bullied. Uh, yeah, well. Uh, in, is that how in, it was? In South Germany? where I used to live and I had my children going there in the school. Um, I must say bullying there with kids aren't as um, as aggressive as one shows on TV or films or uh, on the news here, you know. It's not that, it. um, that strong. <laughs> right, right. May- now, maybe, we, we do... Uh, yeah, maybe we, 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 uh, verbally only, not physically. Not physical. Okay. Well, we do have our guest calling in. Please help me welcome to the show a wonderful martial artist, a wonderful human being, and uh, a wonderful actress. Please help me welcome Toy Lay to the show. Toy, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I, You know, I do want to point out one thing that was actually quite funny. I asked Toy, I said, when are you going to be on our show? And she said, when are you going to ask me? And I went, wow, she she really caught that. So, so Toy, uh, uh, with our guests, can can you tell our listeners, tell us your background a little bit, your 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 martial arts, your acting, your stunts, your tell us about yourself. Uh, well, you know, it was uh, when I was growing up. Uh, I I guess you have it on my bio. I grew up watching uh, kung fu movies, and so my. My, I'm an ABC, but I'm an American-born Chinese. But my parents are immigrants, and so you know I grew up speaking Chinese until I started going to elementary school. But um, so as um, so uh, you know the movies that I grew up on were kung fu movies, uh, the Shaw Brothers kung fu movies. Um, and then uh, and then um, and I love them. I love them. I've always loved them. But then I um, when I went to um. When I started speaking English at the elementary school, then uh, then we switched over to Sesame Street and whatnot, um, and um, started watching film American films then uh, American television shows. And and back then, you have to realize it was um, and I, I don't I'm probably going to give away my age, but back then there were no there there were there were very 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 few female action heroes and. Um, uh, uh, and also the action was very, very different. You know, uh, the the change, the difference between Hong Kong action and Hollywood action, uh, especially television programs, were very, very different. Um, and so um, I I started off acting as a child, but it kind of, it was very weird because I kind of didn't really get into it. I didn't understand why uh, as, uh, as, as being a child actor, um, the things that I were allowed to do was, not the things that I really wanted to do, which was I realized later be in action films. Um, 
but um, so, you know, while I was being pushed into for my parents, if I wanted to do acting, it was classical stuff or, you know, silly Disney comedies and stuff I just didn't want to do. So I, I skipped over that for a long, long time and uh, played music instead. And then uh, when I, when finally, it was very weird, it hit me years later um, when Xena came on TV and uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was like, oh, that's the problem. I've, I've, I have always wanted to be in, and uh, be an actor. I just, it just wasn't like, like the, you know, the, uh, the, um, the, uh, what do you call it? the motivation wasn't there? The, 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 the type of shows weren't there for me. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes so, sure. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as that, all of a sudden, as soon as that clicked. Um, I was like, oh, I, 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 I was able to, you know, two plus two finally, finally made four. You know, I finally got it. I jumped right into kung fu classes. I figured if I want to do action moves, I should probably get some kung fu training as well as acting training. Uh, so then that's when I started. Um, and then, uh, so I started uh, doing um, martial arts for real. Uh, as it turned out, I loved it. And um, and then I started, you know, acting, and and so now I just incorporate. Now now it's just, you know, for me every day to incorporate it all. Now, were you ever, or did it ever cross your mind when you were doing kung fu as an Asian actress? Were you ever concerned about being stereotyped or typecast in certain roles? Not at all. There, because at the time there were no Asian actresses. You have to understand. I mean, this evolution, uh, and if you if you look at TV right now, there are hardly, hardly, hardly any Asian American actresses out there in leads. It's only starting to happen in the past two years or the past year. There's certainly very few of them. I mean, probably I can count on two, maybe three, uh, two, three fingers of Asian lead actresses that are over the age of uh, 35. 30, 35 in American, uh, in American programs. That's I mean, true. Keep, can, keep you name, can you name We're going to guess your age. Right? I can right. name a few. Right? Uh, so, but that's only because I keep, I keep track of it. You know, this is, this is, you know, it's, it's part of my business to know these things. But I mean, if I were to ask you to name any, could you name any? I can name one. One. I, there you I, go. I can name two. Well, now I can name two. I can. Na- <laughs> I can. Na- I can. I can name uh, Toilet and uh, yeah. Joycelyn Lou. Ah, Jocelyn. Yes. Uh, there's uh, Mingna. Uh, you know, ER Agents of Shield woman. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. I, I'm, I'm talking about as a series regular lead right now. Oh, yeah, then I don't know if anybody that's a series regular yeah. anymore. It's it's Ming-Na. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I can think of. You know, it used to be Sandra O used to be in the mix, but she hasn't, she's not, she's the, I don't know what she's doing right now. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how many can you name? And, you know, previous to that, you know, previous, previous to the past two or three years, there weren't even any Asian females below 30. So, you know, I mean, they're, they're starting to step up a bit, but, you know, so this is this is all new territory. Uh, so I have to, uh, part of part of why I 
part of the reason why I make my own films is because I have to do it. Uh, there's, it's, it's, there's, it's, otherwise, it's just me uh, or Ming-Na. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and she, you know, every, every one of those roles are going to go to Ming-Na, basically. That's it. <laughs> wow. Now, what, what styles did you study? Did you stylize Kung Fu styles or was it more Japanese? Yes, what style? I, I, no, no, no. I, I, I have a very extensive uh, background in Chinese martial arts. I started off with Hungar. Hungar, um, the southern style, very traditional, um, uh, all application, all kind of self-defense based. And then I moved to uh, Chen Sao Tai Chi, um, internal stuff. Uh, and then uh, since I've been in California, I've been pretty much strictly doing wushu. Uh, although in the past year or so, I've been uh, just trying out tricking just for fun. Just for fun. It's been really fun. It has been, you know. I have to say, um, it's not not my main thing, but uh, but it has some. But you know, so I have a I have a I have a really really broad background in uh, Chinese martial arts, and uh, I I pretty much I'm going to stick to that. It it kind of just works really well with camera work and that kind of stuff, and and the current style of um, a lot of action. It it, it suits. Um, it suits a lot of. I, I can pretty much pick up any choreo now on on set, you know, or choreo any style because of it. That w- works well with camera. So. Really now, I've, I've, I I wish you could really talk to my my counterpart, which couldn't make the show today because she is a wushu and a tai chi master, mm. uh, Chen and 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 Yang style mm. as well. Uh, and you're you're right. I've seen. It, the kung fu, the kung fu techniques, the kung fu moves, really work really well in the Japanese styles. In in a lot of aspects, I'm not dissing any Japanese styles because I was studying Japanese for a long time, as well as 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 the kung fu. Uh, now, but I saw a lot of your pictures. You have weapons. Did you did did you pick up a lot of weapons? Broad yeah, weapons spear, are kind of like my specialty. Actually, the sword. I'm I'm basically a swordswoman. That's you know that's that's what I do. That I mean I'm very very I'm pretty good with what I don't honestly I'm very I hate saying that but I am pretty good with weapons. It's like that's my favorite. I can sit there and pick up anything and make it a weapon. I could pick up you know. Um, it's funny that that book and magazine fight in, in the Born Identity. It was like it was almost like, of course he was like in my mind I knew he was going to do that. You know what I mean? That's what I would have done. You right, know, like right now, and, well, and that's what I've always loved about Jackie Chan. He was such an environmental fighter. Pick up whatever yeah. you can. Yes, and it's it. You know, that's you, you know, I I am greatly influenced by. I mean. I don't know how you cannot be influenced by anybody, regardless of what what style you train, whether it's capoeira or whatever. How you cannot be influenced by Jackie if you're in the in the film business, um, because he is he will he will go down in the history books just like Buster Keaton or um, you know Charlie Chaplin is one of one of the legendary classics. Um, he has completely changed how action films are done, you know. So there's I don't know I don't know if you think anybody can be not influenced by him yeah and and that's basically what he does he 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 made that's well that's what his greatest contribution I think to 
action films was he he made fights environmental, and that started changing the way Hollywood. If you actually look at the timeline, that that's that that started changing the way Hollywood started doing fights. And it's great, you know, and, and it's I, completely natural. That's exactly the way it should be. And that's a, you know, you're not going to just sit there and fight in a void, you know. You know, that's a very good point because, and we've always talked as martial artists about being out in the environment. Okay, we're training with the screen and sticks today, but if you're in an environment where you're not going to have a stick with you, which is 90% of the time, what are you going to use? What are you going to be able to pick up? What other implements can you use as a, as a stick, whether it be a hammer or a screwdriver or something of that nature? Totally environmental fighting. Now we a have roll, a rolled another, up a rolled uh, up magazine, right? Exactly, just exactly. like Born A rolled up that magazine. Will, the, that even, will work out. Even you can you can you can even take. Um, I'm looking around in my house right now. I have a I have a bag full of dog dog toys that I bought for my friend. I don't have a dog myself, but I bought her for my friend. And there's, you know, the the, the rope tug. You can use that. Very similar, just a little bit a little bit less more pliable than a stick. But if you if you use it, you can use it kind of like a whip, semi whip, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, there are lo- tons of things. A walk. Uh you know, even a pair of chopsticks are pretty deadly if you know how to do it right. Use like a knife, absolutely. you know. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Now we do have another caller. We have a regular that calls the show all the time, and uh, he was inducted in the Mount Hall of Fame this year. And he pushed one, so he has a question for you. Let me bring mm. Master Professor Patrick McDaniel on the show. See, Patrick, I'm starting to know your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, that's a good thing, I guess, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, how are you guys? I just I just kind of tuned in, and I don't really have a question. I was just trying to listen. You know how I usually do? I try to listen to see uh, to see what's going on, to actually see uh, who you guys are interviewing, and try to find out more about what's happening before I, I know what to say and I know what to ask. But I'm just intrigued, in, in, excuse me, intrigued with uh, what I've heard so far, and I was really yeah. trying to get into the different things that she was saying uh, as far as uh, what you can use for weaponry and things of that nature. You know, I come from a, a traditional self-defense system, so we have always had the concept to, uh, you know, survive, as simple as that. So uh, just whatever works, works. And I'm just, uh, I want to hear some other some other things that may be different that I haven't covered so that I can implement those into my concept <laughs> and my, uh, my program. So he okay, wants well, to steal all your ideas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, you know, this is like this is very typical of what I do on set, for example. Um, I'll, I'll look around and I'll see what's there, see what the prop master is. If, if for example, that we, um, if, for example, um, we didn't have any rehearsal time, okay, um, and I'll also I have to I have to temper with what, what can be safe, you know what I mean? But if I'm gonna do like a proper self, like if there's a uh, an, an entry, a break-in entry to my home, what, what I do, there's a pair of scissors, there's even pens, there's, um, uh, I wouldn't necessarily use headphone cables, but I would use HDMI cables because they're, because they're thicker in construction. A Brita water pitcher, even a cup, uh, even a cup that uh, a coffee mug that if you smash the mug you still if, if you still that you could still use the handle as kind of like um what do you call it like a 
Karimba. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. You know what yep. I mean? If yeah. uh, if, if, if 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 the if the if the um if it's still intact, um, it's not fair to look around my house because my house is like an armory. So, but um, let me <laughs> let me uh, <laughs> let me see what else is here. Um, a stapler. You know, you can yeah, use a stapler, yeah. opened or uh, opened or folded. Exactly. Um, right, and you can actually use these staples too. You know, like if you staple their head, if you actually, you know, so mm-hmm. there's lots of ways to do that. Um, I have, um, uh, I, I mean, everything is game. There, even even a desk lamp, you know, right. like a desk lamp, right? Um, so uh, I have a I have a music stand here. I have a tripod. Um, even um, let's see, you know, cooking instruments are fantastic. You know, any of them, pots, pans, wooden spoon, the wooden, uh, the wooden spoon. You know, um, you you scrape a wooden spoon over anybody's face, and believe me, they're not going to be comfortable with that. Um, right. Let me let me ask you this then, Toy. Other than whoever breaks into your house is going to have a really bad day. Okay. <laughs> 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 have a really bad day. Uh, how did you start to develop? Did you just start to look at things like a martial artist and say, I could use that? Or was it something yeah, well, you, you know, developed? You know, you know it's funny. I, I had, yeah, I, had, I actually had a really, really great first teacher who started the creative the creative genes on that. You know, he started the creative juices flowing on that because he said, look, you know, especially you ladies, you know, you're walking down the street. Use your keys. You know, somebody's going to be weird with you. Use your keys. Use your use your use your stilettos if that's what you're wearing. You know, use your um, use use a pen. I mean, these are things that you carry around all day long, and like, you can actually you carry them through TSA. You know, right. um, you know. So uh, just look in your bag and just know what you know. You know what's in your bag. You just see what's useful, right? And um, and I've never forgotten that lesson because I was like, oh, duh, you know, that totally makes <laughs> right? sense, right? That totally makes sense. I've never forgotten that lesson. And, and after after I, I, uh, I, we were given that lecture, I started paying far more attention to Jackie Chan and how he is an environmental user. Um, and because of that, now it's like I never, I never, um, I never, uh, poo-poo anything that could be used in my hands or or my feet or whatever, you know, could be used as an implement of any sort. Um, there's so many things, even like a mouse, you know, like, because, you know, even a, a, I mean, a computer mouse, you know, you could certainly use it to jab it in somebody's eye because they're, you know, you don't, you're not, you're not always going for, I mean, in, in a self-defense situation, especially as a female, I'm only 5'4", I'm not like, you know, I'm not like, or whatever, you know, um, uh, I'm not like Holly Holmes, you know, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm in self-defense mode. I am instantly going to go for the soft tissue areas, period, period, you know? And so anything that give me a, a leg up on going for those soft tissue areas, that's what I'm going to go for. Now, certainly when I'm, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, depending on uh, uh, a movie fight, you know, that's all different. But um, if you're talking about self-defense, you know, I've right. already conditioned myself to go for soft areas, 
period. Okay, now I like I like the way you use the word condition because that was going to be my next question. It's one thing to know something. Someone tells you, someone even shows you. It's one thing to know that. However, how do you condition yourself to say, okay, someone is breaking in my house and they come to your room and immediately you know what to grab and how to use it? Because that takes a lot of conditioning. It takes a lot of conditioning just to learn to use your hands and feet, you know, properly. Uh, right. If I can no, tell you I, one Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, it, even if you watch the UFC fights, for example, I mean, these guys train – 12 hours a day, whatever, how many hours they train for so many years, and they are not doing anything but basic kicks and punches. You watch them. They are not doing anything other than basic, basic kicks and punches because it takes that much to even just get that shit, that, I'm about to swear, but uh, sorry, that's my natural language. I've got to... Do your your thing, man. We're all adults. That was was nice. You should hear what Rusty says on the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Shut up. Have fun. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so they are just doing basic kicks and punches. Now, you think that they're training every moment of the day to just be able to do that. You think a normal person can sit there and learn how to kick and block and punch like just off the bat? I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, even me. Yeah, I know. I know. Yet, I'm, it's I not, know. You know, I'm not going to be anywhere near those guys in the, in the ring. You know, so. um so, so what's your regiment? What's your regiment for the things that you just mentioned, as far as uh, teaching and conditioning students to uh, to behave that way and and, and that well, fashion of self defense? Well, there's you know, first of all, uh, as you guys might might are probably aware of, there's when training for movies, it's different than training for for self defense. I mean, they're two totally different ways of training, and I don't encourage people to learn both at the same time. You know. I just happened to know both because that's, but that was over years, you know, that it was a, I mean, when I first started getting into movies, I had to unlearn everything I learned in, in my traditional stuff. So, um, but, um, but when I, when I teach people self-defense or, because women come, women, women like it when I teach them self-defense because they see how small I am um, and they see I'm a female and it's like, oh, okay, well, this is this come this does come from my own personal experimentation, you know. So, um, but I I only teach them one thing. I say I, me teaching you four different techniques is not going to help you because you're not going to know I, it. I totally agree. I'm going to totally teach agree. you one thing, one thing that right. I think is really that I've I've I personally have determined is one of the mm-hmm. best self overall self defense techniques, and you just learn how you just Learn how to do it. Just nice. make yourself learn how to do it and learn how to do it and learn how to do it. Think about it. If you're in the right. mirror, think about it. If you're if you're walking down the street with some guy, I, I know panic is going to set in or, you know, right. you, you feel threatened. You know, panic is going to set in. The, just calm your mind. Just take the half a second to calm your, calm your mind to remember the one thing I'm going to teach you right now and just remember to apply it. You know, because the the eight million blocks and the eight million punches that you learn, you know that other you know that other people throughout your life might teach you, uh, or you know the different trainers you might have, they're not going to help you because you're because you that's not what normal people do in a regular day. Do you know what I mean? Right. So just learn one thing, and I 
when I begged them, just learn this one thing, and you can do it this way, you can do it that way, and you can do just this one thing, and any any angle will work, I, mostly, you know, I hope. I mean, theoretically, that's what I think. Um, it, I've tried it, but, um, you know, it feels right. I totally right. agree. Totally agree. So, you know, I, yeah. I think this is the part of the program that I miss is when you answered by saying your movie training and your self-defense training, I did not realize that you were in movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I came in late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I started, um, Patrick, I started uh, doing, um, the, the day I started realizing I wanted to get back into acting uh, and, and what I wanted to do was be in action movies. I started going to kung fu class. Um, my right. kung fu class was not was traditional and, and, prop, and proper self-defense. It was not. It's the kung fu. The kung fu stuff I learned was not for the ring. It was not for competition. It was for yeah. self defense. You know, yeah. it's it's not meant to get points. It's meant to kill and to hurt people. So, right. so um, which actually, you know, if you think about it, really applies very well for movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So because that's 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 the that's the crux of most movies is you know you're trying to you know. Get get out with your life. So you're doing things that are maiming and possibly killing other people. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I mean, you just don't do it for real. I mean, it's a movie, right, you know. Right. But um, but but you know. So the applications I learned in uh, in uh, in self in self defense, you know, I I actually use all the time now in in my choreo. Uh, it works very well. You know, and any any time I see choreo now, it's like, oh, I know exactly where it's going. You know, exactly. uh, and I know, and I can I can watch pretty much any form right now and figure out exactly what the applications are. Right, uh, and right. It, it's, it's it's fascinating to me. I mean, I can I love looking at other people's uh, forms and choreo because it's like, oh yeah, you could do that, and you could do that, and you could do that. Oh, that's really cool, you know. So. Um, uh, so yeah, now now I basically just uh, train for movies. I don't really train for self defense anymore. Although, you know, um, although I I I'm I'm never worried about walking down the street ever. Oh, that's so nice. Think. Nice to feel that way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's funny, and you know, it's funny because my friends tell me, "Oh, you're here. We don't have to worry." <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Right, right. I, I might say she, she takes care of my light work. <laughs> and have you beat their ass for me? I, you know what? If you would, if you would beat their ass for me, I would not feel less of a man. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> now, uh, Toy, you you won an award. Uh, t- tell us about your awards, your accolades, and what you did to achieve them. I watched a lot of movies. I'm telling okay. you, I am like a movie freak. I've watched okay. so many movies; it's crazy. I, I, I remember what going to uh, going to uh, a video store with some friends who were in town, and they'd be like, "What about the?" This is back in the day when they had video stores, you know. And what about this movie? I'm like, "No, I've seen that." What about that? No, I've seen that. No, I've seen that one too. They're like, "Well, which mm-hmm. movie can we watch?" And it's like, "Oh, we have mm-hmm. to find some obscure, independent, foreign movie." And they'd be like, "Oh, right. God, right. torture me." Um, no, um, I, I think part of the reason I, I, for, I have been very blessed. I mean, I, 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 I make my movies and, uh, number one, they are action packed. Um, 
uh, most of them are action packed and um and uh and you know so that makes it a guy movie, but because it's a girl doing it, it makes it a girl movie. So I, it it kind of it kind of <laughs> works, you know. Like all the chicks, all of a sudden, it's a chick movie now. No, but it's a guy movie. You know what I mean? So it works for both sides. So I think that a, appeal a lot of my uh, action movies appeal to both genders, which is really really nice because um, because I, you know it's it's crazy these days, you know. These days, I had I get a lot of actresses who come up to me, you know, and I'm talk I'm talking about you know the typical, you know the the type that you would never expect the girly girl actress who's like, dude, yo, I want to be in an action movie, you know, <laughs> and um, you know, and, and they come to me and they tell me this, and the, and I find that so awesome because a lot of people, a lot of actors and actresses want to be in action movies, and that's really really great, it it because it's not just a one gendered thing, you know, it's like chicks right. want to be in action movies too, which is awesome, you know, it's about time, <laughs> you know, it's about time, uh, I, uh, I I think the difference between, um, you know, my films and, you know, what the kind of vocabulary that I'm trying to set with my films is, is that um, I'm trying to really bring in Hong Kong style shooting, um, I, I'm not a really big, yeah, I have to say I'm not a huge fan of of the action uh, cut, action cut, action cut type of action shooting. I don't right. like that. Um, right. That's why I train so much because I don't want to ever be able to be shooting where you have to cut me because I can't perform the movement. Right. I understand that. So, yeah, so I'm really, really into, you know, long long wide sequences of mm-hmm. of action so that people can see and see and be like, Oh damn, you know, it makes more impact. Especially, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not the twenty year old. You can see I'm not the twenty year old, you know, and they're like, Wow like the, I my my latest film Boxer, I think the reason why it's doing so well is just because it, it really is unexpected to see someone who is, you know, in in the uh late thirties range do do these movements and and just do the beating and also be back. You know what I mean? They that don't expect fun. that from someone from a, a female who's in their you know who's just about to hit um, middle age. Yeah, they expect it from men all the time. In fact, Harrison Ford is doing you know he's about to break out in the biggest action film ever on Friday. You know what I mean? He's <clears throat> how old? They expect men to do it all the time, but God forbid if a woman does it. Hmm. It's very, it's very, very weird. I have to. This is why I have to do make my own films because if if I don't, then you know there's only one role that ever is you know up for you know an, an Asian right, female right, right. Uh, over 35, and it always goes to Ming Na. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. So I have I'm trying to open up these things where it's like you know well no we don't always have to be agents of shield we don't always have to we could just be a normal in boxer I play a mother you know who does right. who actually knows how to defend herself so um, so uh, you know you know these avenues can be open you just you just have to open them. Uh, and I'm talking right. about you. When I mean you, the Hollywood writers, you know what I mean? Yes. The film writers. The film writers. Um, so, um, so uh, did I answer the question? I feel like I've... No. 
Not at all. <laughs> that is a, you weren't even close to what I asked. Wait, what was the question again? A little bit. The question what was about some more of the accolades. Yeah, oh, your awards. Oh, the awards. Okay, so. You went off and I went, okay, I'll just let it go. I'm sorry, guys. That was very so, <laughs> so, so basically, uh, you know, I make these films, number one, I try to shoot long, act, long, wide action sequences and people can see it. That's the first thing that everyone says about my films is like, wow, we could actually see the action. We could see what was happening. We could follow it. So they're excited because all of a sudden now they're more invested in the actual film because they can, they're, they're part, they feel more part of the action. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I also try to, you know, make proper stories, uh, not just, well, you know, you know, I, I know, I know, I might be sacrilegious to say, you know, you know, Jean Claude or Steven Seagal, whatever. But you know, it's really hard to watch their movies because it's just them fighting all the time. You know, where's the story? You forget, you forget why they're fighting the big finale fight at the end because it goes on for half an hour, but you forget why they're fighting for what they're fighting for because all it's just one giant fight. It's not like a real, you know, what what are why is he doing this, you know, like, because in normal life, people don't go off and rampages, right? In real life, right. people, take, it, you, have, you have to do a lot to get somebody to take the first swing at you. I mean, you really have to do a lot if they're not drunk. Yeah, that's right. where I was going, yeah, if they're not drunk. Yeah, if they're not drunk, you really have to do, you have to really push somebody to, to get in a fight with you. I mean, really. You, you really have to provoke them. Uh, in a in a very very bad way, I mean, you can't just provoking them a little. Just you know, people walk away from that shit. So, um, right. so so but so, what's the real story then? You know, you can't just have a story where two people show up in a park and they have a fight and they walk off and that's it. And well, that's not a story. That's just two people show up in a fight and have a, a park and have a fight. Right. Right. So yeah. So. So I, I think um, you know every every film I try to make I really try to really focus on the story. Um, I uh, I follow this really really great rule that I found out from, not rule but guideline that I found out from Ang Lee. In Ang Lee in uh, Crashing Tiger Hidden Dragon he he there's the direct the director's commentary he talks about um, he talks about how uh, Crashing Tiger is not a martial arts movie it just happens to have martial arts in it. Um, and he talks about the fact that there's only four fights in it, and the first one doesn't even come until like 20 minutes into the film. And, and, there, and, and if you look at the length of the film compared and compare the ratio of how long all the fights, if you combine the length of all the fights to the length of the film, the length of the fights is like, you know, the length of the action is, you know, maybe, you know, uh, if, it's a, if it's a two-hour film, like, um, I don't know, 15 minutes, right? Right, or right, twenty minutes. It's not. It's not very long, and so that's. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I took that to heart. And all of my films, even though they're 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 they even though everyone calls them action films, they really. If you know, I I only really I only really do shorts because I, I don't have the budget to do. Uh, I don't have the personal budget to to do features right now. But, you know, all of my shorts, they're on that same ratio. I have mostly story and a few, a minute or two of action. And, and you know, and it's it's worked exactly right. 
and that, I think that's why it does well. Uh, I think that's why it wins because you know, it is it is um, it does get your heart pumping, but it also but also it's like there, there's a full story behind it, and so you get involved with the characters and you understand why. Oh my God, this person is driven to violence, you know. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, now, what what hurdles as as an Asian American actress have you had to overcome that was your biggest obstacle to, from being where you are today? Oh my God, um, it still is. There's no, there is no content that's written for someone of my demographic. They're all written, especially. I think it's more about age. Um, I, I've had the toughest time with age. If I have, if I would, had all the same skills, like the acting skills, the action skills, and I was 20, oh man, I'd I'd book every role. Don't you know it? I'd, yeah, but they but they won't do it for someone who's over 35, which is crazy, I think. So all the roles are written for are written for like Maggie Q. 20 hard body. Knockout Asian American actress. Yep. Those, those are the mm-hmm. ones. That's her demographic. Those are the ones booking those kinds of roles, like Die Hard. That's what that's and, what they're writing. That yeah, that's what they're writing. Yeah, that's what they're writing. Um, what I it, it's so funny because I think again the reason why Boxer is doing so well um, in in the in its festival run is because I write exactly opposite that. I wrote a character exactly opposite that, and I justify it, and it totally makes sense. And people are like, "Oh, but of course," you know. I mean, it totally makes sense that character. Right, who right. Who is not That's Maggie right. Q? Because I'm not Maggie Q. I'm not like you know whatever. She was five seven and like 110 pounds, and you know, whatever, a model. I'm not that. Right, right. Uh, now. What made you want to, after you've been in front of the camera for so long, what, now was it the fact that you weren't seeing what you wanted to see in the theaters and the movies that you wanted to write, you wanted to direct, you wanted to produce? Is that what brought you there, or what, was there another motivation to bring you behind No, 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 that was exactly it. You know, if I had my way, you know, this is, this is my perfect life, Robert. In, you know, in my dream life, I will have the pick of any role. I, w- I would just mostly be an actor. And, every, you know, once every two or three years, I might direct and produce something. That would be my dream life. Real, very, very cool. So your your goal really is to do it all. That would be what you would want to do because there are people that do do it all. Star, they direct, they write. They do everything under the sun, including executive producers to get the money in. So that's what you really want. You want all total control. No, 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 no. Uh, what what I meant was what I meant was I would just love to be acting all the time. I would just oh, love God, to just oh, God. be an I, actor, I took, be an actor, and every once once or two once once every two or three years I would direct something, you know, like something that really was a passion kind of project, you know. Uh, the rest of it, you know, I, I'm. I'm you know, I would never call myself a writer. Um, I, I tend, I write only because I have to for, because again, I have to write my own content for someone like me. But, um, um, but um, I would never call my, you know, call myself a proper writer like, 
like the screenwriters who do like I I see how tortured they are and how 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 they how they agonize over every word and it's like you know that's not me I'm just like oh say whatever you want you know <laughs> and like, like uh, we'll have a script and and I'll be like oh you know sure whatever you want to say it, it sounds fine you know I just as long as the as, you know as long as the um, point gets across but um but you know um uh. I I I'm not the greatest writer. I actually, I actually, um, writing and reading is probably I'm probably very deficient in that. I I I'm actually dyslexic, so it's hard for me to read a lot, and it's, therefore uh-huh. it's, it therefore writing doesn't isn't very comfortable for me either. So um, so it's not something I enjoy doing. It's just something it's kind of necessity for me at this point. Now, did you yeah. other than martial arts class? Did you? Take act, kind of acting classes, or did it just oh, come yeah. natural to you? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, when I when I when I when I say I want to be an actor, I really want to be an actor. I you know, I, I give props to, to Jean Claude and Steven Seagal. You know, they 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 did what they they did what they did, and you know, they are who they are. But you know, I want to be like, I'm happy to be like in a straight up drama with Meryl Streep. Playing, playing against Mill Street, that would be awesome. Or Kate Blanchett, or Judy Dench. I mean, like, you know, or yeah, or um, or um, Ewan McGregor, or you know, uh, Christian Bale, or you know, you know, awesome actors. I, I'm all about the acting. I, you know, I, 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 I never wanted to be the action hero that was just that couldn't deliver a line but was just just doing stunts basically you know what I mean I wanted to right, be right. a proper actor who could who could deliver an entire story as well as deliver a punch well now it's very, important to, me. It's very important to me to get the believability across I mean um, you know that's I to me, that's why Crouching Tiger is so successful. But now, Toy, aren't you finding that that is a really tough combination for people to deal with? Meaning, maybe they can throw a punch, but they can't act their way out of a paper bag, or they want it so real they end up hurting their stunt players. Uh, don't you find that there's a, a combination that is very tough to find, unlike somebody like yourself that can del- deliver dialogue? but can also fight as well. And besides being able to fight, you also know how to cheat the camera and how to fight on camera and off camera. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it takes a lot of dedication. That's why I have no social life. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. I don't have a life. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, You know, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm trying to be better actually at my social life, Robert, but, um, but it does take a lot of work. I mean, I'm training all the time. I'm go- I'm also tr- uh, training as an actor all the time. You know, I'm constantly trying to be better. I'm constantly trying to, I'm pulling projects together. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. And you, uh, you know, some things, some things along the line have to kind of give a little bit. I, unfortunately, I gave up a little bit of my social life. I'm trying to be better about it, but uh, so we'll see what happens this year. 
You know, I, I, actually, I actually have improved upon it this year, this this 2015. I actually did be better about it. But, you know, I'm trying to be really, you know, be fair. Well, you do realize, myself. though, 2015 is almost over. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, <laughs> so I'm trying to roll that into 2016 and, like, really, you know, really, you know, have a properly balanced life. But, you know, it does, it does take a lot of, does take a lot of effort, you know. It, it does. Yeah. Now, not a lot of people can be, like, Carrie O'Gawa-Wong that is in her, and and can still do the the technique she can do. What happens, or are you foreseeing the future, what if your body doesn't do what it wants to anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love uh, Carrie, Carrie Wong. She's great. um, She's fabulous. (laughs) You know, you know, I train over at I train over at her at her son's gym, as she does as well. And you know, it just astounds me. Yeah, yeah, it just astounds me how flexible that woman is. I'm completely jealous. Um, You know, uh, and and she's um, older than me. um, And I I I think that even even if I were to try to maintain some stretching uh, all the way to her age, I still wouldn't get anywhere near how flexible she is and how how uh, how strong she is. Um, it's, you know, there are ways to uh, ways to get around it. Like, uh, when I shot Boxer, uh, actually, I had dislocated my knee before that. <clears throat> so, um, I'm doing, uh, and I'm, I'm still recovering from a dislocated knee right now. But, um, uh, and it's much better. But uh, when I shot Boxer, which was in June, it was not. It was not. You know, not all there. So, um, and and I shot it. And I shot the fights in heels. So that made it even worse. But things that you can do to get away with it, um, to cover to cover up that you're not injured, or that you know that you're that you're favoring a certain limb. Um, you know. I was very, very fortunate in Boxer to have um, really great performers alongside with me um, because they made me look very, very good. You know, um, as um, as as a as a lead actor, um, they made their the way they did their performances in terms of. T- uh, taking taking the reactions, making it look like the hits were really powerful, and and doing all the fancy stuff because I couldn't. Um, they did a great job. I mean, I have a guy, you know, Ryan Cabral, who uh, you probably know or might not know, but he, um, you know, he did a side flip just like that without any problems. You know, went over Sayuchid Webster Sayuchid without any problems on concrete. And you know, and uh, and then uh, Lavelle Johnson just took 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 the hits like you know, like like I was killing it. So it sold it sold the fight, you know, sold the fights, and that's what was great. Now, so um, and you're you're, you're so able to notice. It, well, if somebody is injured like yourself, they can re choreograph the fight, not the whole fight, but re choreograph it in such a manner where they might still be able to pull it off? Yes. We do that all the time. I mean, I mean, so many here the, the bad part the bad part of being a stunt person is when you're injured, you know. 
and you're afraid of losing work. So there's a lot of stunt people that go to work injured. Um, it's kind of like this hush-hush, no talk about it kind of a thing, which is really horrible. Um, um, and, you know, if, uh, if they can't necessarily do something, um, they might they might pull the coordinator aside and say, hey, look, my knee's not feeling really great or my shoulder's not feeling really great. Could we just adjust this a little bit? And they're like, sure, yeah, whatever. You know, as long as it still fits within the flow of the fight, sure, you could do that. We do it all the time. I do it all the time, wow. all the time, all the time. That's when it. Well, that's no. when it's. Ne- that's when it's necessary for you, for you to know what, um, what what you're going to be good at. Like, what are your strengths? I'll tell you what my strength is. I know my footwork is excellent. I know my footwork is excellent. So no matter where you have me put my, no matter where you have me, adjust me, I will be where you need me to be. So if you need me, if you if 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 I need to be in a different section of the floor to make an adjustment for someone else because to use their right foot instead of their left foot, I can do that. Not a problem. Oh, you know? okay. Now, you know what I mean? You never find out, though, Toy, that people are so stubborn they don't want to lose the work that they don't tell anybody that they're injured and they make it worse? That happens a lot, too. Yes, that happens a lot, too. But which, you know, uh, and you know, I think I the bonus with me, if you work with me, is that like, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm pretty much my whole team could tell me whether or not, whether or not they're injured, and we can adjust for that because I'm right there with them. I feel for them. You know what I'm saying? I would rather you tell me you won't lose a job. I would rather you tell me, and then and then we'll adjust for it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I can imagine if you're working on the Avengers and you need to be able to do that Bronco kip up and you can't, uh, they might be upset by that. <laughs> they might be a little bit. That's that's right, just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Now, what advice would you give somebody trying to break into the industry? Um, Aaron Tony said it best. Uh, I don't know if you know who Aaron Tony is, but um, no. he, yeah, he's uh, he's he's all he's in all the Captain Americas. He's you know he worked he's worked on everything. He works on everything. He's awesome. And I I took one of his stunt seminars. He was he said it best, and I couldn't agree with him more. Which is just keep shooting, shoot with everybody. It, you know, shoot for free, keep just keep shooting, keep shooting, keep shooting, stunt reels, keep shooting stunt reels, keep shooting stunt reels, keep shooting stunt reels. Even if you never use it for your actual reel, just keep shooting and keep shooting, you know. Uh, I I, uh, I really hate it when, it's really annoying to me when people come up to me and say, hey, look, I want to get into the biz. I'm like, okay, we'll start shooting, and then they don't do it. And I'm like, how can you not do it? You can do it on your freaking iPhone. You know, I don't have the equipment. Well, use your iPhone. You know, use uh, go go out to Target. You can get a sixty dollars digital digital camera that shoots now in in ten eighty p. There's no excuse these days that you can't shoot. You know, everything that I've learned uh, has been because I'll shoot it and I'll play it back. Oh my God, that hit didn't work. Oh, that the block that was a miss. You know, or you know that you know that reaction just didn't wasn't enough. You know. And if you don't sit there and do that all the time, it's like, that's like, you know, that's your trade. <laughs> you know, that's like, 
that's like you going to medical school and reading the books about all the stuff and then cutting up the cadavers. I mean, if you're not going to cut the cadavers, you're just going to sit there and read the books the whole time. What good of a sur- what good of a surgeon? Do you think someone's going to give you a job as a surgeon if you've never cut a cadaver so you don't practice? You know, I mean, that's your job as a stunt person is to is to practice with the camera. One thing to practice martial arts, it's completely another thing to practice with the camera. You have to practice with the camera all the time, all the time. The camera is part of the choreo. Someone, I just said this the other day to someone. It's like, you know, how would you, how would you, how would you choreo this? And then, and then, um, you know, how would you choreo this in this little hallway? And you know, there were suggestions, and I'm like, well, where's the camera? You can't, you can't. When, when you're when you're shooting when you're shooting a choreo for for film you you cannot ever discount you you can't ever not think about the camera the camera is part of the choreo it is it's the unseen part of the choreo you don't see it in the picture but it is the it is part of the choreo you have to shoot it with the camera so you can't ever not say the camera's not going to be here does that make sense well when you're when you're choreo- choreographing something do you do you get? Do you know where the cameras are going to be placed? That is, is part of the choreo. Shoot? That is absolutely part of the choreo. You cannot do choreo without knowing where the, without also choreoing the camera. You cannot. Any sense? Right, right. Uh, okay. Well, it's, now, it's, it's, you, you were you were saying that it's so night and day difference between training and and actually getting in front of a camera for a fight, how would somebody learn that? How would somebody know if they shot, were shooting themselves and they just thought, oh, I could punch a kick with the best of them, but they, they've never done it for camera. Right. And and so that's where your iPhone comes in play. That's where your mobile phone comes in play. We, You know, when I'm training, we shoot, we, we shoot with any camera we could find. Someone always has a camera. Someone always has a phone there. You know, and so you know if it, you so so if you could sit there and we will drill kicks, we'll drill punches, whatever. But once we start going into choreo, like doing choreo, the camera's uh-huh. always there too. Always has to be on. Otherwise, your choreo doesn't mean anything. Because right. how do you know that you're? How do you know? How do you know? Um, how do you know where you're supposed to stack your hits so that it'll read for the camera? If you don't know where the camera is. It's because cause you don't have you don't have one on. Right. No. Absolutely. I totally agree. I totally get what you're saying. Uh, oh, where was I going? Now, have, have do you, do you instruct? Do, do you on 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 you know camera fight camera fights choreography or 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 what is what is your do you have a different realm that you're into? Does that make sense? No, I lost you there, Robert. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't think so either, because I was speaking, and I was. This makes like no sense. Uh, do, do you train other people on how to fight on camera? Oh yeah, I do. I do. Uh, uh, you know, uh, again, like if someone comes up to me and wants to learn how to fight. I first ask them, "Do you want to learn? What's your goal? Do you want to learn for self defense, or do you want to learn for camera?" The two different things. And I tra- and I train people di- differently for that. So um, you know, because when you want to learn for self defense, you want to be very quick and small and efficient with your 
with your uh, with your movements. And when you're you know shooting for camera, it's very long, you know, long and open. It's completely the opposite. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, we'll sit there and train. Uh, when we do choreo, I mean, part part of part of training or part of training choreo is doing it with the camera and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't work. Oh, that hit was too was too shallow. Oh, that hit didn't stack. Or oh, that reaction was too weak. Or that reaction was too much. You know, so. You know, you have to be able to play back and see what you're doing to to know as a performance, does this performance work? Does this performance now, what right? what happens, let's say you need some intricate martial arts. What happens, though, with somebody that's been training for a long time and has no clue how to fight in front of a camera? And you guys don't um, have the time to train him. Well, then that was a mistake in casting. Oh, okay. From the get go. That's that's a that's a giant mistake in casting. I mean I when I when I when I know I'm gonna shoot a fight fight, like a for 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 uh, you know, I try to know exactly what the person's skill set is. You know? And then I play and then I'll place them accordingly. Like if I know that you can do um a sequence then uh and I and I mean like for the camera, not not just a form, you know, but uh-huh. a sequence for the camera, then, you know, I'll I'll let you do a sequence. If I think that you can only, if I think that, you know, like, you know, you're, you're good for one reaction, then I'll let you do one reaction. But I, I but, you know, to kind of take a chance on somebody who is, um, uh, who, like to do a long sequence when all they have on their reel is just really very short sequences is is kind of a mistake at casting, you know. It's it's kind of not the right choice to make. Right, right. Now, so uh, so say 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 so you say you're talking about okay, I've got this guy who's an incredible bagua person. Their footwork is incredible. Okay, an incredible bagua person. But he's never fought in front of the, never shot in front of the camera. Well, then I will, um, then, then um, the movements I will choose to choose to use from Bagua are, are going to be the bigger movements that will lend themselves, uh, that will be camera friendly movements, Bagua uh-huh. movements. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's I will choose from that rep- that part of the repertoire to use in a, in a in a choreo fight. Now, do, have you made yourself as a conscious effort aware of the other martial arts and their attributes and, and limitations? Absolutely. So when some Absolutely. Oh, okay, Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. I mean, it's important to uh to know to know the differences. Like I perfect example is uh uh a, a hook kick. I was just thinking about this earlier. A hook kick uh, in Taekwondo versus a hook kick in um, uh, in a, in a Chinese martial arts. Um, you know, I love Taekwondo kicks. They're great and they're efficient. And they're just incredibly 
huge. They're great. Um, uh, but sometimes there there is a difference between, you know, saying doing it the Chinese way and doing it the the um, the Korean way. Uh, and and I make this point all the time. I'm like, well, you know, if you're going to be working with a Hong Kong choreo, you probably should be doing it the Chinese way, right? If you're going to be right. working with right. um, uh, Master Lee, you probably should be doing it the Korean way. <laughs> so yeah, you should you should know what those two differences are, you know, between a, a Chinese hook kick and a, and a and a Taekwondo hook kick. And, and they're you're, they're you're stylistically gonna, different, you know. Uh, yes, and and you're also going to tailor around certain things. Let's say you they hired somebody in casting because of his looks, and he comes up and says, "Okay, I'm a Wing Chun practitioner." You're not going to have him do his being hook kick. No, because they don't exactly do it. it. That they don't do it. They stay. They have very low kicks. Actually, you know, even in Donnie Yen's It Man, he he has pretty high kicks for considering he's a he's he's a Wing Chun guy. He's playing a Wing Chun guy, but they do kick his, keep his kicks to a minimum. Like not, they don't use his his his. You know, Donnie doesn't. In, in, it Man doesn't do those huge kicks like he would be doing in Flashpoint or Special ID. But like um. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't go and be doing a bunch of kicks if if what I'm trying to convey on the camera is Wing Chun, you know. And um, the way that the, uh, for example, uh, another way is the way that the um, Japanese hold the katanas, uh, which is similar to a two-handed sword, is far different than the way that Chinese people hold the two-handed sword. So um, you know, I have to adjust for that. I'm not. Um, I'm pretty good at a Chinese two-handed sword, but um, but I have to adjust if I'm going to be using a, a katana. I I do have to adjust my hand hand positions and 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 how I how I move my body accordingly. Now, so yeah, you, know, you should you should you should be aware of these things. I I find this very interesting because so many artists they're aware of the arts, but they aren't aware of the aspect or the attributes of the arts. But um, you didn't actually study, let's say you didn't study Wing Chun, but you're aware of what they do and how they do it. Oh, yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, okay, then let me ask this. Without studying, how did you learn about the different arts? What was your path? Oh, okay. Well, number one, Wing Chun is a fascinating art. <laughs> how could you not love it? Um uh, you know, it's very, 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 um, it's actually very, you know, uh, very, um, uh, direct cousin of Hungar and that kind of stuff. There's lots of things that are, that are very similar. Um, and, um, when I'm talking about, you know, fighting with a katana versus fighting with a Chinese, uh, two-handed jin, um, you know, once again, they're very similar, but they just are, just have a slightly different flavor. The thing is, is what I've learned after all these years of training is that all martial arts are basically the same. They really are the same. Because there's the human body, and there's only a finite way, finite manner, uh, if, uh, a finite amount of ways that it can move biologically. Like you can't right. double joint your elbow, you know. You can't double joint your knee. That's it. That's just the way. That's just the way the human body works. Um, 
you know, we all have centers of chi, no matter if you're black, white, red, or green, you know, you have a, a chi center. And that's how and that's how martial arts works. So there's only you know, your body on the so martial arts works based upon these principles of body biomechanics. Okay? Like the most efficient way to throw a punch is by doing this. Doesn't matter what style it is, it is this is the most efficient way of throwing a punch. Okay? Doesn't you know you can you can throw in you can throw a flowery punch, you can throw a straight punch, you can, but the most efficient way is by doing it X, Y, and Z based upon human body mechanics. Similar with the kick, based upon human body mechanics. This is we basically all do a spin kick the same way. Okay. The rest right, of it exactly. Is, right. The rest of it is just um how you choose to how you choose to um how you choose to um stylize it or just uh uh just a few degrees off and difference uh uh and that, and that's what styles are it's just like a few degrees off or uh, or a di- just a slightly way of doing things because my body is not exactly the same as your body as as is not exactly the same as you know Patrick's body you know what i mean um, right. So we have to account for that. So, for example, like, whereas Wing Chun will work very, very well with me and Tai Chi will work very well with me just because uh, I'm a smaller in stature than stature than, than um, some six-foot guy who might choose to to do um, jiu-jitsu, some, some sort of wrestling um, that would use his body weight to his advantage, um, then... So be it, but there's only so many ways you can lock somebody out. Okay, there's only so uh-huh. many ways you can lock out an elbow or or or, or a shoulder or a knee. Um, and uh, just so generally, martial arts are all basically the same based upon all those techniques. Now it's just it's just flavors. So now, um, where are your movies it, typically shown? Are they are you, all your movies indies that, you, that you've been in? Or how are they typically released? Um, they're typically gone through uh, film festivals and stuff right now. So, um, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm. There are film festivals. Um, there's this one great group called the Artemis Film Festival, and they're trying to develop a whole content develop content delivery for um, for female driven action films. Um, uh-huh. And uh, so uh so um so you know I'm not that huge right now Robert as much as I would like to be but I'm not that huge and so I'm you know um my um you know my YouTube hits don't go up to a million but uh you know eventually I like to get to the point where where uh where I am doing uh features that get distributed in in on a on an international level uh, or are on TV on a regular basis. I mean, we're all working towards that. So, uh, I mean, any any film work, I, I, all filmmakers are working towards that. So, um, you know, right now it's just trying to get notoriety through a lot of uh, through festivals and winning, uh, uh, trying to win a bunch of uh, awards and whatnot. So now. Uh... 
oh, where was I going? Uh, what now? Are you do, are you releasing any? I don't think there are any local film festivals right now. I think they're all past L.A. local. Uh, why? Yeah, there's a I know season. Uh huh. Yeah, there's a season, and I think the season's over. Everyone's taking a break, and it's going to probably start. It's, it starts back up like around from like March to March, March or April to like July or August. Oh, very cool. Now, you're you're working a lot, though. Every time I see you, you're out of the state. You're doing something. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm very, I've had a really good year this year, and I really think that next year is even going to be better because I think what's happening is is that, you know, this awareness of, um, of, of diversity is really taking its effect like it started, like, like I said, like two, two, two years ago, one or two years ago. And now it's now it's like they're really really trying to make everything diverse because they don't want to see, um, you know, the same old. Uh, I hate to say it. I know you're a white guy, but you know the same old white guy <laughs> on TV. I'm sorry, Robert. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, gee, I was I I I hadn't even noticed you were Asian. <laughs> you I'm know, white, really. <laughs> You know, uh, but but the other thing is, what the fact that you know, it, it's not just it's not just the white guy. It's a, it's if you continue to write stories about white guys, you um you just generally continue to write the same stories. You if you start bringing other things into the mix, like like uh, the black the black genius kid, you know who um who uh who's an entrepreneur or the um the asian um you know the asian uh let's think of something really really different the asian uh the, the asian drug addict um you never really expect asians to be little drug addicts but i've known a couple um um the latino the latina boy who's into ballet or classical music you know um these stories already sound interesting, you know, just because we haven't seen them yet, right? We haven't right, seen them right. on TV. They already sound interesting. You know, that's why Boxer did well. I mean, so many people came up to me like, God, I've never seen that character before. And I'm like, well, they exist, I promise you, you know. The mother, the the, the middle-aged mother who knows who knows how to defend herself. You know who 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 is also who is also a killer. Um, you know, you know the there's lots of middle-aged women out doing training in martial arts. Why aren't, why isn't there a story made out of them? I have no idea. You know, so so if it if it takes a cultural um, influx of different ethnicities or different classes or different educations or different whatever or different these different characters, that's what it takes to write these new stories. And um, I just happen to be uh, lucky enough to be in this kind of um, this era that 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 um, America's opening its um, its hearts and minds to these new types these new types of characters. So I think um, uh, I think I'm a little I think I'm getting caught up in 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 the in the on the gravy train, shall we say? Uh, I have I have. You know, no misconception that you know I'm kind of lucky at this point. My timing happens to be good, um, but um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's just fortunate, you know. I I know, for example, at NBC, you know, there the two issues that they talk about in their board meetings are on every and every weekly board meeting is one financials and number two diversity. That's what they talk about, and it takes time for it to the diversity to flow down, but it's happening and it is happening. And I just I I like I said I happen to be get, lucky enough to get caught up in the wave. Now, since you're out there doing this, do you think that, and we've just discussed about finally opening up our minds, opening up to new ideas, do you think that we'll ever, at this point in time, be completely open as a culture to accept what you're trying to, to, to do? Yeah, no, I mean, I think people are already open to it. I mean, I, you know, you know, these these films that I make, for example, like it's great. You know what? What's the the best part of it, Robert? Is is that the, the people who watch it? They're not just Asians. They're not just you know late thirties female Asians. You know, it's all ages have loved my films. All both genders have loved my films. All ethnicities have. They don't even talk about the ethnicities in my in my in my films. It's not an issue. It's a non-issue. Um, uh, they don't ever expect me to, you know, they see me in my films and I'm not speaking with an accent and they don't even question it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's fantastic. And I, uh, I think that, um, I think that uh, all of America is ready for it. Not just my, you know, not just people I interact with who happen to be, you know, um, liberal Democrats uh, and, you know, in cultures, <laughs> cultures liberal Democrats, um, but I think all ethnicities and all all types and all Middle America, all of Middle America, whatever Middle America may mean to you, because it's not Middle America is not just white people in the Midwest anymore. You know, it's like there's a bunch of Asians in the Midwest, there's a bunch of Indians in the Midwest, there's a bunch of uh, Latinos in, in the Midwest now. You know, it's like so whatever that Middle America means, I think they're all ready for it. Yeah, it's great. It's not. It's not. An, it's becoming a non-issue. It's. Uh, I mean, certainly we'll have our cultural shows that are based upon culture, like Fresh Off the Boat. They're based upon, based on Asians, Blackish, based upon Black, um, uh, African Americans, Black people. But you know, uh, you know, that's. I think people are curious. To uh, you know, I want to believe that people are curious about what it, what is it like to, um, uh, and they and I also want to be stay true. I mean, like you know, like it, it's. Uh, like Latinos, they 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 uh, the American-born Latinos, you know, they they still grow up in a culture of salsa, uh, salsa in that kind of uh, Celia Cruz kind of um, music. They might not listen to it now on their own. They might not choose to, but they have grown up with it. They understand it. They know it. Um, just like you talk to any ABC who's had immigrant parents, they'll understand that like we might not listen to Beijing opera, but like we know it, we know about it, and we're just like, oh God, dear Lord, you know. Um, but you know, I, so if you have flavors of that, you know, the whole the show doesn't have to talk about salsa all the time or talk about Beijing opera all the time. But if you have flavors of it, mentioning it, it's just it's just great because you're like, oh, well, yeah, that's totally right. <laughs> You know, because it, it, it's real. It, it makes it real. It, it does make it real because that's it's exactly how um, ABCs with immigrant parents grew up, you know. Right. Now, are are you are are you on a certain path to open this up? Uh, are you going to change things? 
or are you just going to stay on this path and make people aware of that you've got a place in our culture? Yeah, no, that's all I care about, honestly, Robert. Um, I have no political agenda. You have to understand. I have no. I have just a very narcissistic, self ego agenda right now, which I've, is trying to get that. as many acting gigs as possible. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there's no. There's nothing political about it. It's just completely narcissistic. Um, yeah, no. It's 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 not about it's not about politics for me. It's just about you know. I, I want to get I want to get out there as an actor, and I want to do action films. You know, that's what I came to Hollywood to do. I came here to do sci-fi action films, or or TV, um, and and however I can make that happen, I'm going to make I want to make that happen. Uh, I'm um, uh, sitcoms are I'll I'll do them for pay, but you know they're not they're not the thing that I love to do. Uh, I would certainly not turn down a series regular gig on a sitcom for sure, but um, but it's not you know it's, that's that's not what I'm um, uh, that's not what I came out here to do. But um, um, but yeah, I mean eventually I'll get to be I'll just be doing a bunch of sci-fi action stuff all the time. That's what I want to do. And and gender, age, race, whatever should fall into nothing of that. Should not be should not be the factor of any of that. Skill set should be this factor. Right, I totally agree with that. Now, does that make sense? Uh, what I'm saying, yeah. That, dude, dude, that makes absolutely perfect sense. Uh, yeah. I can see how it's just an. Uh, I you know I I was looking at it. It's not really. Uh, I guess maybe it is a narcissistic thing, but you want to open their eyes their eyes up to your. Uh, demographic not and, and, and give you a lot of work. So I guess it is ego driven and narcissistic, but on on the other hand not really. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh it it's just it's just it's just about awareness. You know, it's just you know, uh it is hard to break out of the box. I'm not saying it's easy to break out of the box for anybody. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about writers because it, it all starts with writers and the story. You know what I mean? Right. Um, uh-huh. it, you know, being creative and uh, being creative um, is difficult. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's, it's much easier to be like let, let's let's be comfortable in what we know. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Being creative means that you have to go out of the box and, and be slightly uncomfortable. It's not very uncomfortable, um, and be like, oh, you know, I'm going to write a story about this, this, and this, but man, everybody's going to hate it. Well, okay. So what if everybody hates it? If you love it, if you, the writer, love it, you should write it, regardless. You know, even if it's way out of the box. If you love it, you should yeah. write it. Doesn't matter. That's right. And, and right. Doesn't matter. You show, know. My my biggest insult came from a listener that said I was only. Partially, uh, I was on uh, borderline inappropriate. <laughs> I was insulted by that. You wanted to be completely inappropriate? Completely inappropriate. Yeah. That's me, okay. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no halfway with me. Uh, right. So what's next? What's next for Toy? What What is your next project? And by the way, um, I, I always put my put my guests on the spot when it comes to L.A. I want a personal hand, not even handwritten. You can email it to me on via Facebook. 
Bob, you're invited to my opening of this movie. Please be there. Okay. All right. All right. I will. <laughs> Go I will ahead. What's actually, um, I'm actually shooting uh, this week. Um, I went on vacation. I came right back to uh, uh, an offer to shoot, which is fantastic. Um, there's, a, there's a series um, on YouTube called... Uh, Bootleg Universe by Adi Shankar. Uh, he's shooting another one, and I'm in it, so it's I'm super excited for it. I can't, I can't, I can't disclose the name of it, nor can I talk about it, other than other than it's part of Bootleg Universe. But, um, but um, I don't know if you're aware of that series, but it's it's fantastic. I love it, and so it excites me that I'm actually going to be in the next installment of it. Oh, very um, cool. Now, you know, I got an actual question online. Uh, other than the weapons you can handle now, do you step out of the box? Do you handle firearms, that sort of thing? Can you shoot? Yeah, absolutely. You should watch Boxer. I'm shooting everybody. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. I, th- I think I just got a proposal. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said, see if, she, see if she's available, she can shoot and kick the shit out of people. <laughs> yes. I, I, I think this guy's in love. I don't know. I, oh, okay. It just occurred to me. He, just, he saw your profile and said, I, I'm flying to L.A. tonight. He's taking the red eye, wants to meet you. Nah, I'm just messing with you. Uh, listen, one more really quick question before we go. If somebody wants to ask your advice, they maybe they want to find someplace to train, how may they get a hold of you to do that without invading your privacy? Oh, uh, you know, my uh, my Facebook page is totally fun. I mean, I actually, I you know, I love social media. It's it's very ac- makes everybody accessible, and I am accessible. I make I purposely make myself accessible on Facebook. Um, the uh, which is my um, my my public page, which is uh, Facebook dot com slash toylay, um, and that's that's my uh, that's my that's my uh, actor page. So yeah, just. Email me on Facebook. I'll I I email everybody back. I think it's a great thing. I, I love it when it's crazy to me that some the some of the people who've emailed me back. I was like, Wow, you really sent me something back? That's kinda cool. <laughs> so I you know, I I also feel like it's important, you know, it's important to um help people. It's really important. you know, I, I wouldn't be where I was I am without the people who have helped me and being being on my team and you know help me grow and help me help me improve. So. So so you would be if, if somebody said to you, Toy, I would love to, you know, come to L.A. or whatever. Would you mentor me? Would you give me the direction I need to be able to make something of myself? Yes. Uh, you know there there would be limits, of course. I mean, I can't sit there and you know, have coffee with you every day, but certainly, you know, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I actually already do that now sometimes, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, I, I, I have a once a week, uh, class where I try to give back to people. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and every, anytime anybody asks me a question, I always, respond to it and people say we take a look at my reel I always respond to it um what can I do and I say you know I mean what's annoying to me is when people say 
oh, you know, will you, will you mentor me? Okay, cool. Then this is what you got to do. And they don't do it. And then and they call back again. They, you know, they come back to me again and say, hey, will you help me with this? Like, okay, well, this is what you got to do. And they don't do it. And then they're still like, hey, can I be on your team? I'm like, what team? I mean, first of all, you don't even do the things I tell you to do. You haven't made any progress. So what, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to ask somebody for help, prepare to listen to what the answer is and, and implement it, you know? Otherwise, don't keep asking. I mean, why bother asking them, right? Yeah, and why, and why bother? You know, it's it's great to help people, but if they're not going to do what you tell them that is important to do, because you sometimes they forget you were there. You know what you had to do coming up, and you did it, and it worked. So That's listen right. to somebody who's done it, right? Right, exactly. And you know, I'm 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 also the person if I don't know, I'm not going to say do this. You know, like I'm not going to say you know try this because I don't know. No, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is refer the question to somebody else and give it a, get a, get get you a proper answer or refer you to that other person, you know, to get you a proper answer. I don't ever say, you know, I can do this when I can't do it. You know what I mean? So yeah, right, right. but but at the but you know there there is you know so many like I said before Robert so many people want to be in action films that's what they want to do you know I I think that's great um, and and you can look at me and ask and hope that I'll ask you to be in my next action film but I won't unless you have the proper skill set you know uh, and the proper skill set involves you you know you doing some things for yourself like training and learning to work in front of a camera with with your physical skills as well as your emotional skills um and if you don't have that if you don't start doing that on your own there's how can i put you in front of the camera how can i how can i do that does that make sense exactly. you know, no, so, it makes perfect sense cuz and i can I will know totally, how to throw in front of a, yeah no. And I will totally help you through the process of, okay, go do this now. Okay, come back to me in a month when, when it's been done. I will totally help you through the process. But, you know, you got you got to do it. You can't just keep asking me and not do it. And not do it, exactly. Because uh, they have to know. And it's just not, you know, well, you and I have been talking about fighting in front of a camera. It's not just a matter of fighting in front of a camera. They have to know how to get a hit in front of a camera as well. They have to know reaction. Uh, emotional content when they get hit. There's a lot right. more to it than people realize that they think, oh, I'm a great martial artist. I can do this this, this butterfly kick and it looks really good. I could be in the movies. Bullshit. That's Sorry. right. That's exactly <laughs> that. Don't apologize. I say it all the time, but even worse. That you, that's exactly it. It's like, okay, like I'll 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 put I'll put people in front of the cam- in front of the mirror, right? And be like, "Okay, n- and we're just going to do like the pose, a straight up pose, right?" And I'll say, "Okay, we're posing. Now I want you to pose. You're confident. You're the hero." All right? Okay, now you're the victim. And guess what? They can't switch. But you you in a movie, you have to. Just a simple pose. I'm not even telling you to move your hands and feet. I'm just telling you to pose there and be the hero and then change to being the victim and then change to being the asshole and then change to being, you know right. what I mean? And they, uh-huh. and, and they don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, then how are you going to fight? How are you even going to fight that way? You're not always going to be the hero. More than likely as a stunt person, you're the bad guy. You're the guy who's going to get killed. You're the guy who's going to be afraid. You're the guy who's going to, who's going to be the douchebag that gets hit, hit, that gets beat down. 
You better know how to do your reactions. You better know how to act like the douchebag or the victim. You better know how to, you know, all that stuff. That's so right. Not, they have to know everything. Uh, and you're right. And, but they have to. And you, the way you treat it is they, they have to be able to do those reactions at the drop of a hat and change their facial expression, change their body, change their tonality, change everything about themselves. And if they can't, how good are they? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, for example, here's a perfect example. You get hit by the hero. You're all confident. You're the total. You're the total asshole. You're all confident. Da 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 da. You get hit once in the face by the, by the by the hero. All of a sudden, you're scared. Can you do that for me? All of a sudden, your fighting stance changes. I promise you. The fighting stance from a, from a from a confident asshole to a to a to a scared butthead is very different. Completely. So, so you have to know how to go from one to the other based upon the fight, and you have to do that throughout the fight. <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah they just, takes, but, but honestly, Toy, how many times have you gotten a talented, I mean, talented guy come up to you and say, I can do this, and be totally screwed? It happens a lot. I've got a pretty good bullshit meter at this point. Do you? You know what I mean? Yeah, I've got a pretty good bullshit meter. Um, actually, all I have to do is, usually all I have to do is just see them punch, do one punch and one kick, and I can pretty much assess what they're doing. You know? Uh, and one reaction. And not even a, a hard reaction, but just like a punch-in-the-face reaction. I could see what they're doing. I could see where they're at these days. So. Well, yeah, yeah, somebody that can look at a form and pull out the bunkai out of a form without with looking at it once. Yeah, yeah, they're they're they you can pretty much tell what anybody's gonna do and how they're doing it and what they have in their, yeah. in their bag. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you have you know what's so funny about this interview is you have avoided the age thing so much. <laughs> I got this little matrix I've got going, okay, she's over thirty five, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Now I'm pinning. I'm pinpointing it. Eventually, those intersections are going to cross. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm not, eventually, I'm going to make a reference where one day you're going to be able to figure it out pretty immediately. Yeah. That's right. I and I'm going to start asking questions now. I'm going. I'm going <laughs> to, online, I'm going to say, "Do you remember uh, All in the Family?" No. Okay, you're younger than 19. 19- you're, you're young since 1970. That's good. Uh, well, see, the thing is, well, the thing is, Robert, is that these uh, the, these days, unfortunately for you, that is the syndication on uh, cable TV. So all that stuff is showing on TV Land these days. So oh, TV oh, Land or you know reruns and uh, reruns on uh, TNT or whatever TBS, whatever. Wow, I am just so screwed. <laughs> I, because I forgot, you watch all that stuff for reference. It's yes, like you have to watch TV for 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 jokes. I mean, I have a friend that watches Jimmy Fallon to get jokes because he's a stand-up. Yeah, uh, yeah you have to. I mean, that's that that is exactly right. You have you have to know your uh, you have to know your what's out there. You know. How about how uh, about if I say it this way? You're an Asian, so really you look 23, and we'll leave it at that. Yes, I love that. Like, isn't that the, isn't that the, that's the beauty of being Asian? I can look, you know, forever, forever young. 
Well, there is point. a woman listening right now that has the body of a 20-year-old, and she's in her 40s and has four kids. Nobody should look like that at 40 with four kids. Sorry, David, it's your wife, but get over <laughs> it. You <laughs> I've, I've introduced her to, to my coworker. She's Filipina, and I said, look at this body. And she shouldn't have this body on her. Listen, Joy, the show's just about over. I, we had a great interview. I really thank you for coming on. I'm sorry you didn't get to meet my uh, uh, the host of the show. She was tied up today, but I absolutely had a blast. We should keep communicating on Facebook. Remember the promise. Movie opens out here. I get a personal invite, and I will remind you that from time to time. It's my white guy convenient memory. I've got to remember what I want to. And uh, we'll go from there. Sounds but, great. You know, it was so I, well, it was great, great time. To you. It was good, and thank you, uh, thank you, and thank you, Patrick, and uh, the rest of your crew. Uh, you guys are hilarious and funny. I'm glad you, uh, you know, you do this. This is a good, um, this is a good uh, forum. It should, these things should be talked about for sure. Absolutely, and I love doing it. We've been doing it in three years, and you're our latest accomplishment. I really appreciate you coming on, Toy, and. Uh, let me know about your new projects and uh, anything you've got going. Let me know, and I'll, I'll promote it if you need to. Awesome. Thank you, Robert. Deal? Thank you, ma'am. You have a wonderful night. And uh, listeners, we don't know who's coming on next week. But we'll see you next week.